Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, Ministry of Greater Worship Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Apostle Robert Enos. Here we will talk about doctrine and theology, politics, social and cultural issues, and how the church is to respond and face these issues. Get ready for a large dose of truth and get ready to have your tables flipped. As a friend just told me recently, Table Flippers is flipping awesome. Righteous leaders aren't going to make evil public policies. Evil leaders aren't going to make righteous public policies. These are the words of David Barton. I'm looking at a photo of David Barton and it says, gather at the polls, vote biblical values. And in big bold letters, it says righteousness or evil in America. The choice is yours. Hello, I'm your host, Apostle Robert Dinas of Table Flippers, a ministry here of Greater Works Christian Church in Lancaster, California. And today we're going to be talking about um, politics. And we're going to be comparing the political platform of the Republicans and the Democrats for the 2020-2024 election cycle. Right now, we are just about a week and a half away, maybe two weeks from our November 8th elections. And it's we really need to understand who we're voting for and why we're voting for them. Going to the polls with the mindset that I'm just going to vote for the person with the little R next to their name or the little D next to their name, it, it no longer works. Because we will often, just by doing that, we'll often put wicked people in power, wicked people in those places, and they're supposed to represent us. And in the end, we realize they don't really represent us. Well, why did we put them in power then? Because we just went with the little D or the little R and didn't think too much of it. So a good comparison and truly looking at these candidates just the platforms. We don't even have to look at every candidate necessarily, but when we look at the platforms, we get a very clear idea, the platform of wickedness and the platform of righteousness, or I should say this, the platform of wickedness versus the platform that's far less wicked. I'm not going to say that they're, either of them are really what I would say is completely righteous because this is politics and politics is dirty. However, there is clearly a platform that is much more biblically sound than the other. And we'll look at that. So I'm holding in my hand right here a paper that just says party platform comparison. It has the Republican Party, what they believe on the left side, the Democrat Party on the right side, and down the middle it says issues. And the very first issue that is dealt with on this paper is the sanctity of human life. The Republicans, it says here, Proud to be the party that protects human life and offers real solutions for women and strongly opposes infanticide, including specific support for the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act, a human life constitutional amendment, a ban on abortions at 20 weeks when unborn babies can feel pain, a ban on abortions based on sex or disability, a ban on dismemberment abortion in which Unborn babies are literally torn apart limb from limb. Abortion clinics safely regulations. A ban on human cloning and creating or experimenting upon human embryos, including three parent embryos. A ban on any sale of body parts and a ban on the use of public funds to perform or promote abortion 
or to fund organizations like Planned Parenthood. Anyway, so the Republicans, they're against abortion, especially after 20 weeks. Now, for me personally, I'm against abortion at all times, always, all places, throughout all stages. Okay, Democrats. So they re they support the repealing of the Hyde Amendment to allow the government to fund abortions. You have to understand, whenever they say government fund or government funds, the government has no money except the money they take from you and the money they take from me. So it really should say that they, they support taxpayers, taxpayers paying to murder children, even when those taxpayers are in disagreement with it. But that's a Democrat for you. They support uh, codifying the right to an abortion, the right to murder children. Who wants that right? What kind of sick person wants that right? Democrats believe every woman should be able uh, to access reproductive health care services, including safe and legal abortions. And I like the way the Democrats so deceptively throw reproductive health care in with murdering of children. They oppose and will fight to overturn federal and state laws that create barriers to reproductive health and rights. So they oppose the very laws of our land. Hmm. They oppose current FDA safety regulations on chemical abortion pills. Hmm. And they support repealing President Trump's change to the Title X program that separate abortion from federal family planning grants. So again, they want you and I, taxpayers, they want to take our money by us by force where we have no say about what they take and how much they take and then take our money to pay for the murder of unborn children. So at least on the abortion issue, the Republicans win by a mile and I'm still not 100% happy with them on it, but they win by a mile. They're far closer to the biblical standard. I mean, when I say closer, I mean miles upon miles closer to the biblical standard than the Democrats. Now, here's my thing, because with me, this is the big, the number one issue. If a candidate can't get past this hurdle in my mind, meaning if they're going to support abortion, all discussion stops right there for me, because I've come to realize this. If a person, a candidate, but a person cannot have enough compassion and heart and care for the most innocent among us. They certainly don't care about you and they don't care about me. But I, I wanna share something with you just about our overall culture and society, what we've become. Several years ago, there was a NFL quarterback by the name of Michael Vick. Some of you might know him or remember the story. Michael Vick was um, accused of and arrested for dogfighting, being part of a dogfighting ring. And because of the money that he was making, uh, most of most of this dogfighting ring, from what I understand, was funded by Michael Vick. Michael Vick uh, lost his contract with the NFL that was worth well over $60 million. So he lost a $60 million contract and he ended up going to prison for dogfighting. And from what I understand, he, in court, had admitted to actually killing 
at least one of those dogs in this dog fighting ring where originally he was saying, I, I have no idea, I'm not a part of that. But he did admit to being part of it later on. Dog fighting. Now, please, my next statement, I don't want anybody to misunderstand me. I am not for dog fighting. I find that torturous and horrible. But it's dog fighting. And society, and many people in our society, in our culture, in our world, was so outraged at Michael Vick for being part of a dog fighting ring where dogs were getting harmed and even killed. Dogs. Again, I am not for that at all. I'm 100% against it. But now I try to put this in balance and put this in perspective that many people that find dog fighting abhorrent have no problem with abortion. Many legislators that that are completely against dog fighting and find this a terrible, wicked practice are for abortion, the murder of human beings. Now, I don't know about you. Again, I'm against dog fighting, but I'm really against abortion because I, for one, I have this little bit of a problem of putting human beings above dogs or any other animal for that sake. And if I'm not going to be for the suffering and the murder of, of dogs in the dog fighting ring, I'm certainly not going to be for little babies in the womb being torn apart limb by limb in this thing called abortion that Democrats are supporting and many of you Christians have been supporting through your vote. So if, if that candidate can't get past that initial hurdle of saying, no, I am 100% against abortion. I have no reason to listen to him beyond that point. They will never, ever get my vote. As a matter of fact, I will do everything with these podcasts and anything else to show how wicked and evil not only that person is, but that party is. So if a candidate steps up on that stage and says, I am against abortion, now, the real discussion can begin beyond that. Because again, when they say, I'm for abortion, that ends the discussion as far as I'm concerned, leave. You're not getting my vote. I'm 100% against abortion. Great. Let's sit down and let's talk. But that's just me. And I, and I blame that. I blame that all on God. I blame that all on Holy Spirit because he's in me and he's holy. I blame that on the word of God that teaches me these things. You know, I do something very dangerous. I go read the Bible. I actually believe it and I do my best to do it. It's a strange thing. But let's go on because it's not, again, it's not only about abortion, but that should stop there with anybody that truly says that they love God. That's where it should stop. Abortion. Do you believe in abortion? Should we have abortion? If they say yes, not getting my vote. The other guy says no, I'm against abortion. Vote for that person. So the, the redefining of marriage, that's our next subject. The Republicans. The American family is the foundation of civil society and the cornerstone of the family is natural marriage, the union of one man and one woman. And they condemn the Supreme Court's ruling of I don't even know how to say this, Oberg, Gefell, and Hodges, and urges its reversal. The redefining of marriage as the Democrats, or what it says here about the Democrats, it literally just says, 
silent on marriage and family being the foundation of society. And that, I say, is a lie because they've been very open about what the family is. They've been trying to redefine family, redefine marriage, allowing all types of different types of marriages and everything in there. So the Dems are, they are out to redefine marriage. And we've witnessed this over and over and over again. It's not about just one man, one woman in holy matrimony. If they get their way, anything or anyone can be married. It's disgusting. Oh, the next issue. LGBT agenda, transgender bathrooms, and women's sports in schools. This is another one. The Democrats. It says, we embrace the principle that all Americans should be treated with dignity and respect. All Americans. We support measures barring government discrimination because of one's views on marriage and family. Supports the right of parents to determine the proper medical treatment and therapy for their minor children. Opposes reshaping our schools and our entire society to fit the mold of an ideology alien to America's history and traditions. And they oppose President Obama's Title IX transgender bathroom edict. It is illegal, dangerous, and ignores privacy issues. We're the Democrats on this same issue. We will fight to enact the Equality Act, a bill that would alter our entire federal civil rights framework, gut religious liberty, and advance abortion. Do you see how they work abortion into everything? Goes on. They support insurance coverage for gender transition, including surgery and hormone therapy. Now keep this in mind, because with Obamacare, they take money from taxpayers and then distribute that money through health care. So you and I, if you are working and you pay taxes, you are paying for somebody else's health care. Now they want to include gender transition surgery and hormone therapy into that. So again, you and I, the hardworking uh, men and women of America that pay our taxes and just want to be left alone are being forced to pay for somebody else's hormone therapy and surgery so they can change their physical features from one gender to another. You can never really change a person. A man born a man is still a man, no matter what they look like. A woman born a woman is still a woman, no matter what she looks like. But they want us to pay for something that many of us feel is a perversion. They go on to say, we will protect the rights of transgender students. We will fight to enact the Equality Act, a bill that will allow biological men to play in women's sports if they identify as transgender women. So once again, especially the ladies out there, you are being robbed, robbed by the Democrats of everything that truly makes you unique as a woman. Because now a man, he could have a full beard. He could have big muscles, he, whatever. All he has to do is say, I identify as a woman. I want to run in women's track. I identify as a woman. I want to go lift weights with the women. 
I identify as a woman. I want to take showers in the girls' uh, shower and locker room in the high school. And the Democrats don't want anyone to be able to stop that. That's how disgusting this is. And it says that they will protect the rights of transgender students. Well, what about the rights of everybody else? What about your rights? What about my rights? I personally do not want a woman that looks like a man dressing in the dressing room next to me. You can say whatever you want. Call me a bigot. I don't, you call me whatever you want. I don't like that. I don't need it. I don't want it. And I certainly didn't. Listen, I do not want my grandbabies to have to deal with that. I don't want my kids to have to deal with that. I, it's disgusting and it's a perversion. It's perverted on so many different levels. And how dare anybody? So Christians, if you vote Democrat, you're voting to put biological men in the dressing room with your little girl or somebody else's little girl. This is perversion. It's perverted. It's disgusting. It's evil and it's wicked. Okay, but let's go on. The next issue is abortion and the LGBT agenda internationally. It says Republicans opposes the federal government funding abortion overseas, supports restoring the Mexico City policy to prevent federal money from going to NGOs which provide or promote abortion or are complicit in China's one-child policy. It also goes on to say, condemns the Obama administration for imposing on foreign recipients, especially the peoples of Africa, its own radical social agenda while excluding faith-based groups. Democrats, we believe access to reproductive care and abortion services are vital to the empowerment of women and girls. Oh, Lord. So, they believe abortions are vital to the empowerment of women and girls when it destroys and murders future women and little girls. Twisted sick. We will restore the United States position of leadership on LGBTQ issues and appoint senior leaders directly responsible for driving LGBTQ issues within the federal government. So they're going to create this whole other bureaucracy of perverts to push perversion in our government that's already perverted. That makes sense. Vote Democrat. Go pervert. Yeah, there you go. The next issue, conscious rights in health care. The Republicans, America's health care prof professionals should not be forced to choose between following their faith and practicing their profession. We respect the rights of conscience of health care professionals, doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and organizations, especially the faith-based groups which provide a major portion of care for the nation and the needy. Republicans say in regards to health care, if you are a healthcare professional or provider and your faith uh, de demands that you do something or not do something, that's fine. Republicans say that's fine. Then either do it or don't do it based upon your faith. Let's see what the Democrats believe. 
Democrats support the coercive HHS contraception mandate against faith-based groups like the Little Sisters of the Poor. So in other words, they're going to force faith-based groups to push things that these faith-based groups find morally reprehensible and go against that very faith. I, I, I still, I, 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 for the life of me, can't understand why anybody who claims to be a Christian or Jewish or Catholic to ever be able to vote for a Democrat and walk away with a clear conscience. You can't. And if that's the case, if your conscience, if you vote Democrat and your conscience doesn't bother you, that, that means because your conscience is seared to the point you have no sense or no conscience left at all, no sense of right and wrong. So if you claim to be Christian or claim to be religious at the same time, your religion is worthless because you're, you're basing your religion on a seared conscience. You have no value system. You have no sense of right and wrong, good and bad, righteous and unrighteous. That's gone in you. So here's one, another issue, religious liberty. The Republicans say it's, we strongly support the freedom of Americans to act in accordance with their religious beliefs, not only in their houses of worship, but also in their everyday lives. It goes on to say, ongoing attempts to compel individuals, businesses, and institutions of faith to, to transgress their beliefs are part of a misguided effort to undermine religion and drive it from the public square. We value the right of America's religious leaders to preach and Americans to speak freely according to their faith. The government is constitutionally prohibited from policing or censoring speech based on religious convictions or belief. So for you pastors and Christians out there, the Johnson Amendment is unconstitutional. Go ahead and speak freely about politics from your pulpit because that's an illegal amendment and they can't do anything. Let's see what the Democrats believe about religious liberty. It says they celebrate the paramount importance of maintaining the separation between church and state. So they celebrate something that's not in our constitution. They celebrate something that's made up. They celebrate something that's twisted. It's not in the constitution. There is no separation of church and state in the regard that the church shouldn't be involved in politics. The separation comes where the government stays out of religion, not the other way around. Ladies and gentlemen, all you got to do is read it. It's easy to understand. It's right there. Let's go on. Democrats reject broad re religious exemptions for business medical providers, social service agencies, and others. So your religious exemptions in any area, whether taking the vaccine, wearing a mask, um, things you do on the job, providing abortions, providing contraception, or anything else that you feel violates your religious beliefs, they don't care. They're going to force you to do it anyways. Democrats say, we will fight to enact the Equality Act you notice that's been popping up in here a lot? A bill that would remove religious liberty protections and even force churches to violate the tenets of their faith. 
So much for the Equality Act. Christians, you and I are not equal in the eyes of the Democrats. They'll give all the transgenders more rights than they give to you and I. They'll take them from us and make up some rights to give to them. Let's go on. The next issue, God in government. We already touched upon that a little bit, but God in government. The Republicans, if God-given natural inalienable rights come in conflict with government, court, or human-granted rights, God-given natural inalienable rights always prevail. So what they're saying is if God says it and gives it to us, that comes before anything that the government can say or take away from us. We support the public display of the Ten Commandments as a reflection of our heritage and our country's Judeo-Christian heritage. I totally agree with that. We need to put those Ten Commandments out there and they need to be hung in every classroom and they need to be taught in every classroom. And with the Republicans, entire platform mentions God 15 times. 15 times. Now, with the Democrats, here's just what it says. And this first one is an absolute lie. God and government. They're silent on the role of God in government. That's not true. That is not true at all. They want God out of government. And the only time they mention God or quote a scripture is when they can twist it. And it's always twisted, but twist it to try to win over the Christians to their side says that they're silent on the source of human rights. And it says they celebrate the paramount importance of maintaining, again, the separation between church and state enshrined in our Constitution. It is not in there. Please, ladies and gentlemen, read it, read it, read it. They are pushing that for religion to stay out of politics when it's supposed to be politics staying out of religion. They have it backwards. And it, Vote Democrat. Let's go backwards. Because that's exactly what they do. And the entire platform of the Democrat Party mentions God one time. One time. One time. And I remember watching several years ago when the idea and the name, just God, was booed at the DNC. Booed. They booed God. Boo! They booed God at the DNC. So when you vote Democrat, you're voting for an antichrist system that will boo the very God you claim to serve. Oh, here's another one that's big for me. Sex education, especially in our school. The Republicans support sexual risk avoidance education that sets abstinence until marriage as the responsible and respected standard of behavior. So Republicans are for sexual education, but using abstinence until married. In other words, kids don't have sex until you're married and then keep it in marriage. That's, that's what the Bible teaches, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, voters. That's what the Bible teaches. And when you do it that way, there's no such thing as an unwanted preg pregnancy. And there's no such thing as all of these things that go on that it's attached to sexual immorality. 
where the Democrats support the LGBTQ inclusive sex education with a full range of so-called family planning services. So let me tell you this. What we have when the Democrats get their way in sex ed, we get perverts teaching perversion to kids. And you know what that's called when an adult teaches kids or speaks to kids about perverted sexual issues? That's called pedophile. So we have turned our public school system into a pedophile system that is doing what? Grooming our kids so that sooner or later these perverts can prey upon them because now they're they're just breaking down their senses and their sensibility with all this perverted so-called sexual education, which is nothing more than grooming them so that these perverts can prey upon them later. There's absolutely no reason on God's green earth why a third grader, let alone a 12th grader, needs to be taught about these LGBTQ perverted nonsense. There's certainly no reason on God's green earth why children need to be hauled off to be into story time with transgender men dressed like women, perverts, reading to them. It's, a, it's disgusting. And the question isn't just about the children going them. Why in God's green earth would a man dressed as a woman who's all about the sexualization of himself as a female, want to spend any kind of time like that with children if that pervert wasn't trying to groom those children for his perversion and his wickedness later. Parents, you need to wake up and start putting your foot down. Christians, you need to start waking up, put your foot down. And it starts with going to the voting booth, but it doesn't end there. Stop voting for these perverts. Stop voting for, listen, this is the way it works with a Democrat. Let's try to kill them in the womb. If some of them escape, it's okay because we'll get them in the public school system and turn them into our little perverted minions according to our image because we will groom them and shape them. So by the time that they're adults, they'll be so confused about who they are and what they are, they will need us still again to tell them how to live their life and what to do, when to do it, what to think, how to think it. That's really the agenda of the Democrat Party. And if you think I'm going too far on it, all you gotta do is just stand back and look at it honestly. Just look at it honestly. And like I said, when I began this, I have some issues with the Republican Party, but not near, not near the issues with the Democrat Party. I have some issues with certain Republicans, but not as much with the platform. I can't get past the Democrat platform because anybody that's associated with the Democrat platform or Democrat Party is evil and wicked by virtue of that association. You've got to understand this, ladies and gentlemen. We, we can't keep turning a blind eye. Well, grandma voted Democrat, so I got to do it. Well, you know what? Grandma voted wrong. Get over it. Start voting righteous. Well, you know, I won't be looked at as well, or my culture, my 
people around me, they won't accept me. Well, it's time to get a backbone. It's time to get a backbone and stand up for righteousness. Stand up for what you claim to believe on Sunday morning. If you can't do that, maybe you should just check out from altogether. Because you're not doing culture and society any good. As a matter of fact, you are part of the problem breaking down culture and society. Further wickedness, deeper unrighteousness, vileness, perversion. That's what every Democrat vote brings into our cities, into our schools, into our states, and into this nation. And and as you saw, they're trying to push this around the globe. They're trying to push their perversion everywhere. So why in God's name, why in God's name would you ever even consider voting for these perverts, these wicked, evil people? It It just blows my mind. And then on Sunday morning, praise you, Jesus. Oh, praise you, Jesus. No, there is no praising Jesus after you just after you just went into that voting box and put somebody in power that's going to destroy the name of Jesus in our school, in our homes, with our children, end our religious freedoms, and teach our children that perversion called sex ed. It's disgusting. It's time for Christians to rise up. It's time for decent people to rise up. It's time for people that have any kind of righteousness left in them to rise up and say enough is enough. We're taking back our nation. We're taking back our nation and we're going to reinstill righteousness in our government. Hello, fellow Table Flippers. I have some exciting news. Table Flippers is now selling merchandise. Table flipping merchandise. You can find our merchandise at tableflipperspodcast.com, tableflipperspodcast.com. And if you put freedom in the promo code area, you'll get 10% off. That's exciting news. Freedom, because that's what we're all about. Freedom as the promo code. So I hope to see you soon, and I hope that you get some of this exciting uh, merchandise so that we can all look cool together. We will be flipping awesome. Thank you for joining us at Table Flippers Podcast. I'd really love to hear from you. Please look us up on the web at www.gwcclancaster.org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Or you can email me at gwccrobert at gmail.com. I'd really love to hear from you. Please let us know how we're doing. Keep all those comments coming. Until next time, you all have a great and a blessed day.